it. Go ahead, Ephesians. 29. Actually, just... 4. 4.29. Just do 4.29. 429. 4.29. Yeah. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, mm. but what is good for necessary edification, yeah. Yeah. that it, it may impart, impart grace to the hearers. So, I, I feel like this verse puts its tentacles into everything that we've talked about. Yeah. So, when we're cussing somebody out, how is that edifying? edifying? How is that building them up or imparting grace? Yeah. Right? When, you know, we're taking shots at people and Man. sending subliminals, <laughs> you know, yeah. how is that, you know, in our comedy, you know, the jokes that we're making, are they building people up and edifying? Yeah. Adding, you know, ministering grace? Or are they doing the opposite? You know, and I think we have to stop and say, I don't want to be that poisonous person mm. that is infecting people and bringing them down. You know, I don't want to let, you know, destruction be my inspiration mm. in my conversation with people, you know, and trying to figure out like what? Well, what can I say if I can't say that? That's, man, this is so dope. You know why? Because this circles all the way back to considering one another. Yeah. You know, firstly, God, and then considering one another. Well, you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yeah. And then you love your neighbor as yourself, right? Right, because I think it's easy to tear down, to speak destruction. But why is it not easy? To edify, you know, like that—that's what's beginning me. Like, how can I edify people I play with, you know, on a personal level for me? And then, you know, I was last night had, you know, I had a guy. It's funny because when you when you play something good enough, people want to, well, obviously be friends with you. Yeah, this is, yeah, this truth of the matter. And you know, guy was making some interesting plays, and I'm thinking in my head, how could I, how could I encourage this dude? Because, you know, because that's how I, I really, I read this scripture. I read the scripture last week. It's one of the ones I used on my video. Right, on your, you know, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, I have a video called a pastor that I cuss on YouTube. And I actually have on um, TikTok as well as Instagram. And I used this scripture because I really was like, well, how am I edifying people? So I'm like, last night, I'm like, how can I edify this dude? You know, instead of saying how bad he is. <laughs> because he, he, Keep it stuck. He already might feel that. He already might feel he blew it. Mm. But how can I encourage him to keep going? Because to be real, I was not that good either. <laughs> right. And people were yelling at me. It was nothing more painful. And this is gaming. I don't know. So some people have been massive big deal, but a lot of gamers go through a lot of anxiety and depression because we got microphones. Gaming's right. scary. People got microphones that can say whatever they want to say. Right. Rub off. That's where it stick. Right. Disappear. Right. And Into the multiverse. Those words <laughs> hurt me. And I'm just like, I'm just Man. trying to learn how to play. I'm just trying to, and just felt mm. like trash and discouraged. Like, mm. and I was like, I do remember what that's like. So let me, let me encourage this dude. You know, let me, let me, let him know that it's okay. It, it, it even make this more broader, right? When I'm, I'm sitting with someone, 
when I'm discipling, especially when I'm discipling, and we know discipleship is a beautiful thing. But you know, we we got we everyone got their ones where you're you're like, man, that was very interesting. But nonetheless, how can I edify this person with my words? Not tell them how you idiot or subliminals. Because sometimes you won't call me, you just use subliminals. No, really, how can I make this person draw closer to God? Because right. when I think about edify, that's why I think about, I think about like encouraging them into more relationship with God. Cause so this word, edify, mm-hmm. or kadome, 3619. Yeah. And you're strongs, right? Yeah, like a domain. Or That's dope. It means it's it's the act of building up. A building of spiritual advancement. Right? It is constructive criticism and instruction that builds a person up to be suitable as a dwelling place for God. A place where the Lord can be at home. I didn't even know that. I didn't put the words with the scripture. <laughs> so. You know, and so when I'm talking to them, am I helping them to be a suitable dwelling place for God? Mm. Come on, man. Am I helping them advance and move forward? Mm. Because it's not saying, because a lot of people don't, you know, well, don't criticize me. Well, I don't know about that. Sometimes... You need a critique. Yeah. We've turned cri- criticize into negative. judge, yeah. Yeah. condemn. It's a negative connotation. But, th- but that's, yeah. they call it the straw man argument, mm. where you create this fake thing and then argue from it, right? Mm. And so, well, you're not supposed to criticize people, right? And they build this argument because when Christians be criticizing folks and, you know, be criticizing each other, we're tearing each other down. And you're saying all these words that actually don't go with scripture, the word that we're talking about. Right. To criticize, you know, can be constructive and instructive. Why are you making criticism as only this negative thing so that you can never do it? Well... Now I'm going to a different topic. <laughs> yeah, but for, for lack of self-control. <laughs> for self-control purpose. Um, you can't grow without criticism. Right. Because, you know... <laughs> right. Again, going back to my example, you know, try shooting like this. Try positioning like this. Or, and so this what we want to do is like, man, you bleep, bleep, bleep. Right. You need to shoot better. Right, because that's... <laughs> that could come out. Shoot better, move better. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but instead of, you know what? I know how to do this. Let me take the time in to step yeah. in to show. Wait, you're you're doing it wrong. Right, like right. this. Right. right, and see that is criticized. That is criticism, see, and that's healthy. But then there's the the then there's this other criticism that we label all criticism with. So any type of criticism, whether constructive or not. Don't criticize me. Don't judge me. And and it's crazy again, man. Like we all, we do it all the time. Like when you go to a new job, you got somebody that's training you, right? To show so you. So they have to critique you. They have to critique you. So if you're doing something wrong, <laughs> so you have that person. You know how funny that would be too. Uh-oh. Person train you. Uh-oh. Hey, do it like this. 
Man, don't, don't forsake me. Don't tell me how to do this. Don't judge me. Have you ever done this before, sir? Right. Are, are, are you the, the trainer or me? You know, <laughs> but it's because Man. we live in a world that criticism comes out with cuss words. Yeah. Criticism comes out with yeah. demeaning yeah. language, abusive language, instead of people actually trying to work with you and build you up and administer grace to you the empowerment of god you know that 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 by teaching you this and showing you this i'm empowering you to do the will of god i'm imparting an undeserved great undeserved gift to you because obviously if i've got to you know give you a critique then you're not in a place where you've earned you know, mm. the right to have this, but yet I'm giving this to you mm. as an undisturbed, you know, gift. And this gift is now going to help you to do what you're supposed to do. Oh, that's right. so good because it's so good when it when it's coming from a spiritual and a graceful that you're inspired to do it for somebody else. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, that's yeah. so good. That's, mm. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Oh. That's so good. Um, you... I don't know if you asked about it on air, off air, but the term Raka. Oh, yeah, Raka. Raka. And so uh, 4469 in your Strongs, um, it's an expression of contempt, Aramaic, right? It is empty or senseless. It means a person with an empty head. (laughs) It's a term of reproach used by the Jews in the time of Christ. Uh, Matthew 5 22 and so it literally means that you're empty-headed you're 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 stupid you're foolish and it could mean just a contempt for you Raka could just be because you know how we use curse words today you can use any curse word (laughs) that you want in the time of contempt Man, and so we can put anyone in there. You, whatever you want to put there, and use it as a cuss word. And so that's kind of Raka was like one of their, you know. Now I feel bad even saying it (laughs) because understanding what it is. That confirmed my conviction. It's probably a word that they used back then, right? You know. So I don't know which word it would, you know. I don't know which word it would go with out of our vocabulary. Right. But obviously, is one of those words, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that is wild. So, yeah, Raka, Aramaic word, empty-headed. <laughs> mm. You know, a way to just an expression of contempt for people, um, and. Like you said, it's a word that uh, we don't really know, like what it means, because it's an expression, mm. right? So it can mean a whole bunch of stuff, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, and so one of the things that I was doing research on was I just kind of went through, and uh, <laughs> Willie Willie was my sacrificial lamb when we talked about it the other day. Mm. Um, that there are actually words that we use as cuss words, but they oh. have contexts, right? I remember. That in the right context, they're not a cuss word. 
Yeah, we were uh, talking about yeah. Dang, it feels right. So, I, it, it, it feels you, so you, wrong to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels I'm so thinking it. But let's do this and let's let's show you one that everybody knows is in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the Gospel of John. Go to Gospel of John, chapter twelve, verse fifteen. Um, <laughs> and I think, depending on your translation, in the King in the King James oh, is really where you see it. Oh, um. First John, or no, the Gospel of John, 12, uh -huh. verse 15. Oh, and it's Jesus riding in on Palm Sunday, right? And oh, that oh, one. Oh, Hosanna man. to the king, right? All that good stuff. And in the midst of this, what does it say? Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. What verse is it? 15. John 12, 15. Go ahead on. Ki ki king, ki that, that original KJV. Lord Jesus. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, thy king come and sing on the ass colt. You know, for all the, <laughs> you know, for all the, the the kids sitting in the church at that time, they're like, oh, yes, see the Bible like, oh my goodness, you know, the teenagers are giggling like, mama, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mama, you don't let me cuss. You Bible don't let me cuss, but it, it's in the Bible. <laughs> that word's in the Bible, but really, it's. It's context, right? Yeah. It's context. If you actually looked up, you know, what the word means, you know, it, it just comes from an animal of the family of horses, right? Yeah, don't um, Which is typically small or smaller than the horse and has long ears and a brain call. That, you know, <laughs> brain call. And so here we would say for us that don't like using the term, a donkey. Right. That's what we would say. But even the term donkey can be used as a cuss word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It can be used as a cuss word. Because what makes it a cuss word is your intention. Yeah, you stubborn donkey. Right. You jack. Now, we're saying that I'm not cussing when I say that. But you are speaking destruction on someone. You are speaking abusively towards them. You're not... You're not building them up. Right. How how no. does how does that edify them? It doesn't. <laughs> how does that administer grace to them? Right, if you're using it for the great woman too, that woman got a nice blank. Right. How does that edify? How does that edify? That actually falls under what do we call it? Uh -oh. Filthy language. Bring her. You know, um, what is it? Low, obscene, and shameful. Mm. Degrading language. Yeah. Right. And so. <laughs> It, it's it's about intention, right? You know, now, now me, I, you know, it's been a long time, and I don't judge anybody else, you know, for their use of, of certain words, but it's been a long, long, long time since I have, you know, cussed. I've heard the words in my head. I've actually thought them. Like, some of you, oh, there, you cussed. Okay, you got me. Uh, I, I'm not gonna, <laughs> uh, right? I'm I'm not gonna be like because even when I do that, I'm I'm praying and asking the Lord forgive me. You know, I'm like Lord help me because why am I thinking these words? These words, Man, you know that's <laughs> you know it's, it's not like good that we're thinking about, right, but it, it goes to show where we all are in our walk of life. Mm -hmm. But it goes to show this is something we all struggle with. 
Yeah. Nobody ex- is exempt from this. Nobody. 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 No, nobody. And so when you use that terminology, you know, move your, you know, I'm going to kick your, that's not what that word means. And so you're using it like Raka as a term of contempt. Piece of. an express Right. Right. You know, um, another word, you know, the S word, we'll call it. <laughs> right? Yes. Right. The, the the word literally is feces. Yeah. Expelled feces Man. from the body. Excrement. Right? Excrement. Man. Somebody's, you know, taking a blank. Right? That just feels terrible. Terrible. But in the right context, you're not you're not cursing. <laughs> I can't. That's the part. I was, really, I was waiting for this part. I, 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 I can't use it. Uh, so, so you better not use it when you're mad. Don't use oh, it when you're mad. I will I'll try not to. <laughs> oh man, but that's true. That's what it is. But I, that's actually what it is. So, if you used it in that context, and somebody's gonna say. That pastor on there is telling people to cuss. No, no, I'm actually not. I'm actually kind of debunking some of our overly, you know, um, rigidness yeah. that actually has got us frowning at people. Yeah, right. For the wrong reason. Yeah, we be judging. You right. judging people harshly. So judgy, yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. When in all actuality, that's being used in the right context. So go deal with yourself. Right. Check yourself. Check yourself. You know, because if that person, you know, is picking up dog, that's actually what it is. You know, it's not an explicative in that context and that yeah. use. Now, some people are listening right now and oh. they are so uncomfortable. Oh, they cannot believe. <laughs> some people are listening and saying, man, I've been waiting the whole time for this. I feel free now. Yeah. Yeah. Because y'all been beating me up this whole time right. talking about this subject. But realistically, you know, getting out of our and I don't, you know, cuz I don't like using the term religious, but it's more of a superstitious. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. You know, you know, it's it's empty. It's not, you know, true worship to God that we're talking about, but there are people that have this, you know, superstitious belief that, oh, I can't even say that or something bad's going to happen to me. That's why you don't want to cuss. It's not because you you just don't want to tear people down. It's it's not that, you know, you want to avoid abusive language. You're saying, you're saying, I don't want to cuss because I think something bad's going to happen, you know, and it, it, it looks bad or whatever. But at the end of the day, to know that, you know, a word used in its right context is okay. You know, some of these words, it's like, I can't say that. Right. Um, the B word, right. A female dog, wolf, fox, or otter. What? Otter. Yeah. Or otter. I didn't know about the wolf, fox, or otter. Yeah. A female dog, wolf, fox, or otter. And you guys can look this up. You can Google it. You can Google this right now. I just wasn't, I wasn't thinking about, well, I was just thinking about a female dog. Right. With a dog, wolf. 
Yeah, and then what was it? The, Fox. The otter? What otter? Was it? Fox? Fox? Okay, Fox. And otter. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. But the otter's the one that threw me. Right. Yeah, the otter threw me out because yeah. that was a part of dog family. Part of dog family. Otter's a part of dog family. Right. I guess so. So, uh, you know, that, otter, prairie dog. They're very similar, right? Yes. And so when you look at it and you're like, wow. So used in the proper context. And so I speak to, you know, um, (laughs) the the people who are dog breeders, right? Dog breeders are going to use that term about a female dog. Do we judge them and say, oh, you cussing? Right? (laughs) No, that's that's in their genre, right? They're going to say that. Because that is actually normal for them because that's what she is. <laughs> I, see, man. I feel the pain is rising. I know, I know, I know. It's right now. I just I can feel it's it. It's like part of me doesn't even want to hear this. Right. And the other part of me is like, well, it's 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 uh it's real. It's real, it's but true. That's what I'm true. That person that person's a female dog. No, nah, they no. An animal, bro. No, that no, exactly. Bro. They're not an animal. Come on. You, by you using it that way, you're using it as a term, an expression of contempt. Yes. You're not using it as an effect. But now we have the argument, and I wanted, that's why I want to put this at the end, because some people feel like I am using that as a term of affection. Right, because I thought... Man, shameless, okay. Shameless okay. plug again. I talked about that, too. Here it is. Because especially cultural today. Uh, yes, B. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, you got that. You got but it's the same word that degrades and tear a woman down. Right. But also the same word is used for a female dog. So... So which one is correct? <laughs> which one is incorrect? Which one is incorrect? Because it becomes so subjective. Right. I, it becomes confusing to somebody listening. I, I'm going to take a brave stab. <laughs> and I'm, I'm stick to my guns while I said the video. I think there's so many different ways to show expressions of love. You know, but the problem is, so let me elaborate. The problem is, since we live in the culture where we make words mean what they mean. Right. It's... It's almost kind of hard, but I I believe we have to be intentional about our relationships and about our affection. So I want this person to know they're special to me. Um, Like some people argue about, uh, we were talking about this morning coffee actually. You know, I say my wife's my queen or whatever. I call my wife my wife. If it ain't wife, it's babe. But when I'm, a lot of times when I'm giving my wife a compliment, I'm like, you're the wife of my many wives. I want her to feel something intentional right. about how I'm wearing that because I want her to feel unique, special to me. And so when we use those terms like Yasby, that everyone's using that. So it kind of makes that person you're talking to very, I don't know, you can look at, if you want to dig deep, general. So... Why not find a different way to express express your affection for that person? Because this word has dual meaning. We, right. we, and so it's like, I don't know, That that's my stab at it. You know, I know some might disagree. I just feel like we have to be intentional with our words and our relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like it falls under the same category. You know, again, go back and check out my podcast with um, Pastor Mike Winger on what does the Bible say about alcohol? Because I think he does an excellent job of discussing it 
what scripture says about it, and then how we should think about it. And so using some of the things that he said about alcohol is that you have to gauge things from your conscience. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> these words, right? If my conscience allows me, I can use those words in right context. If my conscience doesn't, I don't have to ever use those words. And I'm not supposed to judge the people who do use those words in right context. And they shouldn't be judging me because I don't use those That's words. That's interesting. Does it go back to so let every man be convinced in their own mind? Yeah, that's the scripture that's he used, scripture. you know, from Romans 14. So, devil's advocate. Yeah. Or angel, whatever. I'm a Christian woman. Mm hmm. And I have no conviction about saying, yeah, I speak to my other Christian sister. But that's out of context. Okay, so give me some context. Like, well, how does this look? Because I, I, I can see no, how people... But that, that, no, but I can see how people can take this. The only right context mm. is for mm. a female dog, dog, wolf, <laughs> otter, or fox. I was just laughing because mm. I, I just know how people mm. do I things. mean, that's right context. Right, because people could say, mm. well, I have no conviction with this word. Right. There's people that have no conviction mm. with sleeping with everybody on the block. Come on now. Right. So, <laughs> so ooh, we're talking about scandalous. right context, right? There's no way you get a female. <laughs> this life, I'm sorry, Let's be real. But there's no way you can fit that in the right context. Not not the way that that's being used. <laughs> yeah, it's being, there's a dog right there. Like I'm talking about the dog. Get out of here, bro. Stop mm. it. But that's that's crazy, but people will do that. And so I'm so glad you're bringing this clarity mm. um, into the episode. It's really good mm. because context matters. It matters. It which goes back to intentionality. You have to be intentional. The context is everything. Well, because you because it takes away some of the subjectiveness yeah. and gives us an objective standard here. If the context is this, this is how this word is used in its right context. This is the meaning of the word. Then are you calling your friend a female dog, wolf, fox, or otter? <laughs> yes, otter. And how is that? Because here's, here's the other part to that. How is that edifying them? And ministering grace to them? Right? How is that? And when we say edify, we mean specifically... How is that building a person up mm. to be a suitable dwelling place for God? Okay, so I got a question. You use the S word in context. How is that ministering grace to somebody hearing it? Well, it's not. It's what do you call it? It's it's not attacking anybody in the first place. Right. It's got nothing to do with a person. There we go. Right. It's talking about the feces now. Right. It's but context because you can't edify too. the feces. Cause, <laughs> right. Because right? context goes with that too. I'm getting tired of your. That's out of context. That's out of context. See, this word can't right. be used. Okay. You know, in a let's use something innocent as a candle. Mm -hmm. Right. There's only a few ways to use this. In the right context, I'm lighting the candle. I'm putting the candle up here. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to people, can, you know, how do I use candle? Well, the Bible says that you are the light of the world. Mm -hmm. That the church is 
a light on the candle stand. Mm-hmm. Right? There, there's certain things that can be used to edify the hearer. Explain to me how you use these words to edify, to edify it and exp- grace. You can only use them for what they are for. I don't think you can. That's what I'm saying. So it's not for edifying, but it's to keep it within the context of what you're just saying. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah absolutely. Okay. Because how do I use that? You know, because this is how, because curse words, when we say curse words, right, or cussing, we're using words to express something to somebody. Yeah. We're not using yeah. words to describe what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. We're not using that word to describe this thing. Right. We're Yeah. We're expressing something to somebody and if it's an expression of contempt, how is that edifying? It's not. It's this not. Is good. And so you have to choose your words wisely. Type us right. Um Colossians 4 uh, six. Somebody grab that. Colossians four six. Uh, and I think that Paul says this, you know, to the Colossian church. But it, it's, I think it's a perfect, you know. I think yeah, I think it's a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keyword garnish, mm-hmm. which we're about to read about. Right. <laughs> Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. It's New King James, right? So, I mean, but what do you see? What what do you, what are you what are your words with grace? With grace. So, if I'm trying to figure out, and this has got to be for individuals because I mm. can't mm. go in your head, right. right? When you think of speaking to someone with grace, do you think calling? <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> over there, you look down and look. Uh, took look, I don't even have to say it, yeah, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. So these things that we're saying to people, is there grace in it? Nah. No. Is is it seasoned with salt? No. Is it wisdom? No. What does it fully mean that it means to be seasoned with salt? Well, we got to go back to what Jesus said: the beatitude. You're the salt of the earth. You're the salt of the earth. Mm. And what is he meaning? You're supposed to be preserving. Mm. Mm. You know, um, salt is supposed to be a preserving. And so when a salt loses its ability to preserve, it's it's useless. There it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. That speech is useless. And that's what it is. Useless speech. Right. And that's what we're talking about. Man. (laughs) Glad I asked that question. So I, I, I think at the end of the day, again, people have to deal with their conscience. Right. But then they have to use scripture as a guideline to what should my conversation be like? How should I approach people? What it, how am I supposed to be? You know, because a lot of what we do is useless speech. We're just saying stuff. Yeah. There's no intent behind it. And some people say, well, that's too churchy. We're not going to talk church all the time, right? That's how we, you know. Why did I go to? You know, that's where people. <laughs> that's where people come. Like, well, wait a minute. So, because you don't want to sound Christian, hmm. 
Here we go. Clone Master Peter. You you want to talk in a way mm. that doesn't sound so Christian mm. or church mm. or Christ, you know. Mm. So what are you doing? You're doing what Peter did. Excommunicate me, so. Right. You're <laughs> saying, I want to talk this way because I don't want you to know that I know him. At least not right now. Maybe later. I'll let you know that I know it. <laughs> when the moment sees fit. But for now, mm. I'm going to talk like you. I'm going to, you know, get in here and, and we call it being relevant. Ooh, way out. Mm. But even mm. that, you've got you've to gotta, you've gotta taper mm. that. You've got to temper that. You've got to say, okay, what's too much and what's not? And that has to be intentional. You can't just go at it any way you want. Because mm. I think we run across that a lot. Like, we'll... We'll be doing good, man. Shoot, probably even praying all throughout the day, reading right. the word, we got meditating, on, and then we'll enter into a conversation, and then all that goes out the window, and we're fully engaged, and then after the fact, we're real, like, what just happened? Slow to speak. I I can hang I can hang out with friends that yeah. are not Christians, you know, in a sense of they are you know pursuing this walk with Christ, and. I can talk to them and I can relate to them and I don't have to cuss. cuss. I don't have to use filthy or low language. I don't have to, you know, talk about that girl's booty walking past. I don't have to, you know, engage in that because I want my words to be seasoned with grace. I actually want them to be empowered to know God that when they come around me, they know they can come around me with no problem, but they begin to think about their eternity. They begin to think mm. about where am I at with God. They begin mm. to assess themselves. Mm. And I never say anything. Hey, man, you need to quit doing this and you need to quit doing that and you need to quit doing that. Mm. No, just my very presence and my willingness to engage and talk allows for them, their own conscience, to mm. say, Hey man, my bad. I didn't mean to cuss. You're like, I didn't say you I couldn't cuss. Say. You're a grown man. I didn't. <laughs> I'm not controlling what you know. It, so, I, I think it's 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 yeah. not about walking around being the you know morality police, right? Yeah. But it's about what 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 Scripture says that <clears throat> we 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 speak in terms that edify, build up the hearer, or bring grace to them and both of those passages mm. say grace yeah they do yeah and we're not saying grace as in grace means you can do whatever you want Get we're saying grace power, yeah. as in it empowers you and impacts you mm. to go towards god without mm. feeling you know judged restricted. without feeling restricted yeah. without feeling like yeah. i gotta jump through hoops to get to, to get, get right. there because this is an unmerited undeserved gift that you could never be worthy of christ paid the price for you and so my conversation ought to make you feel like you can walk into this thing so what you're doing is you're actually giving them an extension yeah wow. you're building a bridge building not a, a barrier bridge, a barrier man You know, and I think that's a good way of navigating that you're going about it the right way. Yeah. Is that they feel compelled to say, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. 
You yeah. didn't tell them. You didn't tell them. They feel compelled. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. So, or, you know, I remember being around people with smoking. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to. Right. Just like, oh, you're. Okay. Wow. 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 Man, this was good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So, so, you know, we usually do, you know, a gospel presentation, you know, and, and you know, of the, of the gospel on our stream. But we're going to close this one with prayer. And let's see. Willie did the, the gospel. So I guess your turn. You'll pray. And I just really want you to pray, you know, passionately from your heart about the things that we just, we, we just, we discussed that. Well, you got the right guy. <laughs> you know, it I'm, just. Because um, I really. This really blessed me as much as I hope it blessed you guys who are listening, because I I really want to take this serious too. So yeah, I'm definitely in there. Um, yeah. Let's go for the Lord, dear God. We just thank you for uh, this episode. We thank you for the Word, God, and Lord. We we thank you for understanding what context is. We thank you for understanding, Father God, what it means to edify. We also thank you, Lord, to understand what it means to, to, to tear down and destroy, to understand these things. So, God, we pray right now for every listener, including myself and everyone in this room, that, Lord, the words we use, God, help us, Father God, Holy Spirit, to be strategic, to be to be focused about the words that we're saying to one another, to, to be very intentional. Let our conversations be seasoned with grace. Father God, as we're talking to people where we're gaming or where we're doing music or where we're talking to our loved ones, God, or even someone who might be driving or in the store, Lord, help us to use our words to, 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 to season, to, to draw people onto you, God. Whether it's a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ, Lord, let's use our words, Father God, to, to edify them, to, to bring them closer to you, Father God, to let them know they can run to you, God, that they don't have to be scared to go to you, that our, our words will be a bridge onto mm -hmm. you, Father God, that they might have connection to you, Father God, as well as those who do not know you, who do not believe, God, God Father God, the same thing, Lord, that they might be able to have a bridge to get to you, Father God. So Lord, help us, Father God, to choose our words wisely, Father God, to be very slow to speak, God, to be quick to listen to you, Father God. And Lord, we want to be really slow to anger too, God. We don't want our anger to, to give us justice, God, because Lord, our anger doesn't produce justice. Your anger, God, produces justice, God. You, you do it so much different than us, God. So help us, Father God, to be really slow to talk to you and to pray when we're frustrated, when we're, when we're angry, when we're going through various situations, God, to, to, to slow down, Father God, and, and just communicate with you and pray, mm -hmm. Father God, because Lord, we want our conduct, we want our word, our speech, Father God, to be a gospel presentation to those who hear, Lord, I love how Ephesians says, to those who might hear around us, God, that Lord, that they, those people are listening to us, God, they're listening to what we're saying, and so Lord, we want our words to edify you. So Lord, we just thank you for this episode again and we're grateful, Father God, empower us to do such. And we say these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Um wow. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um this is uh man. This yeah. this was this was edifying. This really was. was. <laughs> and and I pray that you feel the grace of God yeah. to overcome that you don't feel beat up. Yeah. You know, or condemned, but empowered, you know, convicted, convinced, mm -hmm. 
mm. you know, by grace, <laughs> that, mm. that we can do better, that we can that we can go forward. Um, and I think it's a great conversation, man. I appreciate y'all coming on hey, and doing this. Sure. I mean, we do this a lot, but this one, I was like, I need the fellas to help me with this well, one. We're so. always glad to come and yeah. be here. It's always it's an honor. <laughs> always a privilege, man. It's always it's always lit. So, so. Amen. And so, um, God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson, just telling you, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Till next time, God bless.